0: What is good, all of our listeners and viewers, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And we're here to keep you from insanity. Woo! We are here with episode 97 with our special (laughs) guest, Dan Hutton. And we're going to be talking about emotional performances in video games. But before we get to that segment, we've got some other segments for you. Yes, we do. That's right, Dan Hutton's coming. The Wizard yeah. of Weird of gaming and gabbing. Yeah. It's really going to be a fun time, but it is. Yeah, I forgot what number we were on.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: So, 97, which uh reminds me, we're coming we're coming up on episode 100. Woo-hoo. We're coming up on episode 100, which we're doing an Ask Us Anything podcast. Ask us anything. That's going to be the big topic. So, if you have a question and you do not want to forget it, just send it to us. Yeah. Uh, just so I want to remind you, social media, at Gaming Groceries. Uh, you can tweet us there. You can uh, DM us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. Or email us, contact at gamesandgroceries.com or gamesandgroceries at gmail.com. There you go. You have four ways to send us your questions. Isn't that all American right there? It's
1: convenient.
0: But... Yeah, so if you have a question, just send it to us, and yeah. we'll catalog it coming up for episode 100. That's going to be May 11th. Be there, or don't. I don't or know. be beautiful. Or be beautiful. Be a square. I don't know. <laughs> Liz, how you doing?
1: I'm good.
0: Okay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I didn't prepare anything today. Um,
0: we never prepare.
1: Well, you do. I don't that's true sometimes I prepare like I think about oh if one have to do that, I'm going to say this and usually those weeks you don't ask me mm-hmm. um, I'm not crying makeup usually wow. it makes my eyes water I don't yeah. know why you
0: should start with that whenever I ask you how you do it I'm not crying So <laughs> I'm not I count crying
1: those. so we're winning <laughs> yeah. um, no I just wanted people who are watching on YouTube I don't want them to think I'm crying yeah. I just my eyes water after I put makeup on and I didn't wear makeup to work I just put it on for the video <laughs> dang
0: oh <sighs> Well, if you're new here, if you're new to Games Groceries, welcome, by the way. How are you doing? You're awesome. I just want to let you know that we do have timestamps both in the audio and the video version of this podcast. So if you just want to fast forward to a certain segment, uh, guess what? You are free to do so. Choose to do whatever you want to this podcast. Uh, But we do have timestamps available for you. But uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is a strange time.
1: It is a strange time
0: Yeah, yeah. like a lot of people are out of work Apparently
1: Um, the only Chinese food place That's open is around the corner from us
0: Yeah, in our county Basically, that's what I heard people say The only
1: Chinese food place open anywhere near us
0: Yeah, it's weird uh, but our, there are weird times But we're here to give you content. We're here to give you regular content. Uh, we have the games of groceries podcast which you're watching or listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have video essays coming to the YouTube channel once a month. We're running, or we just want to make them as good as they can be. Well yeah. we're working full-time jobs. It's what we do. But if you want even more content, Check out the description down below. You should check out our other show, our other podcast called What's the Biz with Adam and Liz, where it is an unscripted, talk about anything kind of podcast. We have two episodes out right now. It's available on Spotify. As of now, I'm trying to content uh, contact Anchor to get it on more platforms. Don't know what that's about, but here I we are. I remember
1: going through this when we started this podcast. I know. I was like, this is ridiculous. And now I'm just like, it'll happen.
0: But yeah, so <laughs> it's available on Anchor and Spotify as of now. Yeah. But it will be available pretty soon. But check out what's the biz. Uh but you're here for the big segments here. But you know, we already said about our social medias at Gaming Groceries on Twitter. I'm at Ace the Grocer.
1: And I'm at Journey First.
0: And you can follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word. Check out our Facebook. We're on Facebook. And you can check out our website, gamesgroceries.com where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website, as well as read some articles I've written in the past. And if you're so inclined, definitely hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so that you know when all these podcasts and the monthly videos come out, the monthly video essays come out with ease because you already subscribed and you hit that notification bell and if you get to the end you enjoyed what you saw you enjoyed what you heard definitely give it a like and a share so that more people know about the games groceries show and so that you know we can finally get popular and we can say to our high school sweethearts that's her right there that's my high school sweetheart hey i made it I don't know what that was. I
1: don't know what that was either. I I feel like your mouth is dry uh, uh, now. We
0: should just go to our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we saw in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, not in theaters at this point in time. And we like to review it and rank it. And we like to recommend it or don't recommend it. And this week's video, this week's movie, is actually coming to you from Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is another Netflix original. And it is another movie, two in a row, that has captions. You have to read through captions.
1: but It's in another language.
0: Yes. It is called Tiger Tail. Not Tiger no King. No
1: relation to Tiger King.
0: Tiger Tail. All one word. But... It's on Netflix. Uh, it is directed by Alan Yang, who also was the creator, I believe, and also the director of Master of None, which is mm-hmm. also on Netflix.
1: One of Adam's favorite
0: shows. Yeah, I love Master of None. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, but Liz, opening thoughts.
1: It was different. Yeah. It's, it's not a different idea. It's a different way of showing that idea. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I don't. I don't. It, it wasn't. I don't. Wouldn't say it's anything like amazingly special. Mm-hmm. Definitely not like Parasite.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is what we reviewed last, last week. week. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: So, but it's. It was. Um. It was good. Yeah. Nothing like I said. Nothing amazingly special. It was just an enjoyable watch. Mm-hmm. That's about it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so my first note here is that Alan Yang. Alan Yang really stepped out of his comfort zone in this Mm -hmm. way because he's directed comedies mostly. And and with that, I can see, I I mentioned Master of None before. And when you watch this, if you're a fan of Master of None, you definitely feel those vibes. Mm -hmm. Definitely uh, Andrew Yang, Uh, not the political campaign, Andrew Yang, Alan Yang. But Alan Yang uh, came into this. And he definitely used elements of Master of None. What what he learned from that, uh uh from that show. And he formed it into this script, and I definitely felt that. It also has mm-hmm. vibes of Unravel, the video game with yeah. Yarnie, which the
1: music is very similar. There he is. A little
0: Yarnie. But yeah, so definitely the music, like you said. Yeah. Music and uh the relations to family dynamics mm-hmm. and all that and the importance of family ties. It's mm-hmm. it's very beautiful in that way. The the script is really really well written.
1: Yeah. This the script is really good mm-hmm. and like you mentioned this is his first dive into a dramatic yeah. movie and you can kind of tell because it does hit in those dramatic tones but <laughs> it doesn't dive deep, not as deep cuz I live like I live on drama shows. Yeah. Like and you know that I I like drama shows with a decent comic relief, but pretty dramatic shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Grey's Anatomy. Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so to me, it didn't feel for a drama movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't dive deep enough into the drama. It just like skimmed the surface yeah. of drama. Mm-hmm. It wasn't funny. It had its comic relief, but it just didn't wasn't deep enough in the drama part for me. I didn't get enough detail.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that. I agree that it just... There was something missing to it. But again, Alan Yang, this is a new wheelhouse for him. Mm -hmm. It's not really his repertoire. Mm -hmm. It was good for what it was, but definitely doesn't scratch that itch. Uh, But the other note that I have is that in in the whole um, screenplay and uh, the way it was filmed, the way it was edited, it uses juxtaposition very well.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Juxtaposition is the – in film, it's to show two uh, differing sides but different comparing timeline.
1: it to one. Oh, okay I'm yeah
0: sure how that. it compares to the gotcha. same one gotcha. uh, so kind of just to, ju- to, l- 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 an example of juxtaposition is you know you see me or, or or even juxtaposition is when the main character is young and it switches right over to when he's old
1: okay so the different timelines
0: uh well also the same timeline because oh
1: well yeah same timeline different time periods no 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 what? I'm confused.
0: So, not even just the same time periods, but also the juxtaposition of uh, him and his daughter. Yeah. How they share the same life. And yeah. it uses the editing and the way it's filmed, the way it's contrasted. It contrasts, but then it puts it back together. Mm-hmm. And it uses that very well to say that the the father's life is similar to the daughter's life. Yeah. But at the same time, they're on two differing paths, but the In
1: two completely different upbringings.
0: Right. But that's where, like I said, mm-hmm. the juxtaposition comes in, where you're just like you're on two different paths, quote unquote. But it's the same path. Yeah, it's crazy the way it's filmed, and I love yeah. how they filmed like separate lives, but the same results.
1: Yeah, it's no, weird. I like I've really enjoyed it. I honestly think that if it was done by someone who mm-hmm. has ex- a lot of experience in drama, it would have been amazing. But since this was done by someone who's just stepping into it, mm-hmm. it would just it was still like that. It's still a very good movie. Yeah. It just I didn't get the detail that I wanted. From right. I didn't it didn't dive deep into feelings. It's just like he's like this and she's like this because of he because he's like this. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: And that brings us to our final point. The ending is rushed.
1: See, I didn't feel like it was rushed.
0: It felt like I
1: liked the ending.
0: My friend. uh, What's up, John? How are you doing? Uh, I told them to watch Parasite. and He told me to watch Tiger Tail. And I was like, I'm going to be the winner of this recommendation. Parasite is so much better. But, you know, hi, John, you lost. But uh, (laughs) that's the thing is that me and John talked about this a little bit. And the movie is only an hour and a half. But the movie felt like it ended too soon (laughs) And it could have used at least 15 more minutes yeah, to kind I, of expand on I the ending. I agree
1: with that because mm-hmm. the they had to make the ending a more artistic style ending mm-hmm. rather than a like conversational ending.
0: The best way I can describe the ending, it's not disappointing. I told you this, that mm-hmm. like, the ending happened and it felt like I was holding in a sneeze. I was like, ah! mm-hmm. okay, that's how we're ending? It's just like, I don't know. It just feels like you're holding in a sneeze, but it's not disappointing. It's just like, oh, that's the ending.
1: I didn't mind it as much as you did. Like, I get what you mean, but I also don't mind it.
0: Yeah, but you don't criticize movies as much as I do. No. Yeah. And we've
1: we've said that before.
0: But that brings us to our final rating of the movie Mm -hmm. out of 10, and we rated it the same. Yes, we did. What did you rate it?
1: I gave it an 8.
0: I gave it a 10 out of 10. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I gave it an 8. Yeah. And it is a it's a solid film.
1: Yeah. I um like my way of explaining it, if you want to watch it is if you're interested in this movie, definitely watch it. Yeah. If you have not no real desire to watch this movie, then you don't need to bother. Yeah. But if you're if you're even just a little interested, watch it. It's mm-hmm. it's not a waste of time at all.
0: Well said. Uh same thing for me. is that it's fine. It's an hour and a half. It's on Netflix. Uh, you're in quarantine, so what else are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, but Alan Yang did it. If you love Master of None, you're gonna love this movie. Uh, you can definitely tell there's elements of Master of None in this movie, and uh, I think he did a good job for, for what he had. And yeah. that's all I really have to say. To it.
1: And the dad in this movie is the same dad from
0: Parasite. Hmm, that was weird. That juxtaposition. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
1: not the same character. Same. same real person actor
0: yeah i was like wow that's cool he did like two really good movies yeah um but yeah again this is called tiger tail it's on netflix we gave it an 8 out of 10 definitely watch it for yourself uh i recommend it and it's pretty good yeah not as good as parasite but it's still pretty good but that's hard to beat so true so let's talk about video games we're a video game podcast we're not really a movie podcast so we're here for the game, so let's just jump into our second segment. Top 3 Gaming News. The Top 3 Gaming News is the gaming news that we saw in the past week, and we like to rank it 3, 2, 1, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Here we are. The, the number 3 gaming news is that I'm growing back my beard, I'm already tired of my mustache, and it's growing right back. I promise you. That's not really gaming news now, is no, it? No, not really. Yeah, I already got tired of the mustache. Uh I was trimming my beard and I was trying to keep it symmetrical and I was like, I'm tired of this. Growing back the beard. So uh probably next episode. You'll see a little nice little fuzzy beard. So Fuzzy? Fuzzy beard. <laughs> uh but yeah, we're here for the gaming news and let's start with number three. Number three of gaming news. Okay. Uh hey Liz. Yeah. You have a switch, right? I do. Can I run Crisis? I don't know. Oh, well, it can because Crisis, the very first Crisis, is getting a remaster and it's coming on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, the Switch. And of course, if it wasn't getting a PC port, I would just cease to exist. <laughs> that would be no point. Um, but yes, Crisis was once known as the gaming PC test, right? Uh, so you built a gaming PC back in the day and... Uh, people would ask you, "Well, can it run Crisis? Because the uh, the engine behind Crisis, you know, known as Crytek, um, is that the yeah, Crytek, uh, Crytek. You know, it was so powerful at the time that it really tested your gaming PC's capabilities. So that was the phrase. Can it run Crisis?' came from, and so therefore, the, the game looks gorgeous. It always was like it always looked gorgeous to me. Uh, but now." Crisis is re-releasing the original. Now let me bring up the quotes right here. But Crisis is also coming to the Switch, which is really interesting. But let me read this quote. Crisis remaster will bring new graphic features, high quality textures. I like how it says high quality and not 4K textured. But whatever. High quality textures and ray tracing. This is the interesting part. Ray tracing to the original game, according to details from the official site. A release date was not revealed, but the original publisher, Electronic Arts, does not appear to be involved with a re-release. We've reached out to Crytek representatives for more details. Now, ray tracing. It's coming to Xbox One, which does not have ray tracing. I'm surprised with that. That's not coming to Series X or PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. It might... But then it's coming to the switch and it says ray tracing, high quality textures. Okay, but that might be just for PC. Maybe. Yeah. What do you think? Any thoughts?
1: Um, I know nothing about Crisis.
0: Well, here's an interesting factoid Sorry. about Crisis. There's no release dates made about Crisis. Uh, so, what I'm thinking, yeah,
1: That's making me itchy.
0: <laughs> I'm poking her with a pan. Um, but what I'm thinking And what the article says, by the way, all the articles linked down below, uh, the article states that Crisis, I forgot about this, is that it takes place in August of 2020.
1: My birthday.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if that's a release date because it says coming soon. The month is now April. It definitely
1: won't be my birthday because my birthday is the last day of August. Yeah. Yeah. Hint, hint.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, Wombat's birthday is coming up. In a that's couple of weeks, nice. yeah. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, wombat! You poop in cubes, apparently. Um, Wombats uh, in real life—they poop in cubes, according to Frozen Two. But uh, yeah, so cri- <laughs> Crisis took tux- uh, Crisis took place in August 2020. So I wonder if that's the release date. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Is that this is really cool? Uh, it's coming to the Switch, which is weird and awesome at the same time. But yeah, if you have never experienced uh, Crisis, which was it was important for gaming history. Mm-hmm. Now you can experience it without building up a huge rig. But in today's standards, you can play Crisis on your regular standard gaming laptop. Probably at this point. Woo-hoo. But that brings us to our number two gaming news. I'm very excited about Crisis. Oh, one last thing: uh, Remaster Project Snowblind. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm asking for. Remaster Project Snowblind. I want that remastered. But moving on to the number t- two gaming news, that's never going to happen. Uh, number two is that. Sony launched a play-at-home initiative by offering free games and funding for independent developers. So the country uh, is amidst the coronavirus right now. Mm-hmm. We're all staying inside except for your boy and your girl because we're still working. Um, are we, we are es-
1: not essential. We
0: are not essential.
1: But we're, we're at work.
0: I'm still making money, and that's all I'm happy about. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing is that we're stuck. And, you know, a lot of companies are putting it out there that, you know, here's some things to keep you at home, keep you sane. And Sony is stepping in with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sony announced that they are actually giving away uh, Uncharted and Journey for free until May 15th, I believe. Uh, Let me bring up this quote right here. According to a post on the PlayStation blog, the games are a part of the, uh, the company's new Play at Home initiative. That intends to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen, and that's the thing: is that uh, Journey and Uncharted one through three they're available until March fifteenth. I forgot to download them. Well, I already have Uncharted, but I want to re-download Journey. I don't have that for the PlayStation four, and I love Journey. Uh, but yeah, uh, to stop the spread of COVID nineteen, and includes a generous ten million dollar fund for any developers to help support them in this difficult time.
1: That's amazing. That's, that's great. That's fantastic. That's, that's, that's nice. Go signing. Good job guys.
0: Now, huge companies are taking massive opportunities to really help out people who are suffering in this time. Mm-hmm. And it's a bad time. It's a really depressing time right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not like living in this time frame, but this is where we are. And uh, companies are stepping up and they're, and they're doing their part. Mm-hmm. I love it. Any other thoughts?
1: Uh, no, it's a great idea. It's Good for them. Mm-hmm. It's just good. It's it's great. Yeah,
0: good for you, Sony. Yeah, uh, I'm really proud of you. And this is actually helping us a lot. A love journey. If you have not experienced Journey, you have not experienced Journey.
1: No idea what we're talking about.
0: It's really good. I think you'll like it. It's an indie game uh, from the maker of Abzu, but you know, first she made Journey. It's really good. Gotcha. I love Journey. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. It's like a fever dream, but. <laughs> I'm really excited to get to the number one gaming news.
1: Okay, because I don't know what it is.
0: I didn't tell you, because originally uh, the number one gaming news was going to be Sony. uh, Apparently, the PS5 is going to be on shortage, only going to making five to six million units. Uh, I'm uh, trying
1: really hard not to look at the laptop either.
0: Sony is actually, so here's the number one gaming news. Okay. Sony is developing a companion robot for the PS5 that senses your emotions. First thoughts, it can sense your fear. I'm not kidding you.
1: That's really cool. Mm-hmm. When you said a companion robot, I was like, what? And they said that can sense your emotion. I was like, that could be interesting.
0: I think that's so creepy. We're going to get into it because I have this. Very... I mean,
1: really, everything today is creepy. I'm not even going to going there. I just think it's kind of cool that you can make a robot that can sense my emotions.
0: I want to explain this more because the more I read into this, the more I'm creeped. Out.
1: Do you have to have this robot to have the PlayStation 5? No. Okay.
0: But but listen to my words here. Okay. Uh, Pattern really uh, has been released for a robot that sits next to you and is a big cloud-like creature with only eyes and no mouth. It has no mouth. Okay, is
1: it creepy eyes? Because it's if it's like little lovey eyes, I don't care. That's really wait,
0: cute. Wait. Wait. I'll make a mouth for it. It will... S- n- I wait for it. Um, it will sit next to you and play games with you. Isn't that nice? It will play games as the opponent. It's like a little friend. Uh, the robot can sense fear. It will actually read your, your heart rate, your sweat levels, and it will sense your fear. It is being developed that it can scream.
1: Yeah, that's not going to help. My fear is going to scare the crap out of me.
0: And we're coming to... Ah, the quote. This is a long quote, but okay. Let's read this. This has come from IGN. This is down below uh, in the description. The patent explains that the that the robot has a love index, okay, which will be affected by how the user speaks to the robot in moments of tension. When oh. when asked to be charged, it will ask you to be charged. If the player doesn't charge the robot quickly, it will evaluate the, that the player does not love it and will react in a similar fashion if it's kicked around instead of being stroked. <laughs> or if the user tells the robot that it's being noisy, if it feels unpopular, it will no longer, empath- <laughs> it will no longer empathize with the player during gameplay. A conscious action made to make the user reflect on their attitude and treat the robot more kindly in the future. It can also help improve life rhythm and will tell users to go to bed. Was this article put out on <laughs> April 1st? No, it was put out today as, the, as a filming. We're filming this on Friday, uh, which our guests... Uh, Thank you for coming on here, guests who cannot hear us at this Um, point.
1: My robot wouldn't like me because I often tell the TV to shut (laughs) up, like when I'm playing games. I'm shut up.
0: It is going to sit next to you. It is going to feel abuse. It is going to scream. I feel
1: like this is how the robots take over. Like this is (laughs) how. So weird. This robot. This thing right here. This is how it's gonna
0: start. I don't know if this is real. This can't be real. And if it comes to market, I'll be like, what is happening?
1: I mean, it could be good for the kids who are bullies and mean and don't think of others. When their game is compromised because a little robot is mad at you, maybe it'll teach you to think about what you say first. But the as. The
0: robot feels <laughs> abuse.
1: That would break my heart. Honestly, I don't need another little thing to feel emotions oh, and feel my bad Lord. about. Like. I worry about my dog when he's just laying there sleeping. Yeah. So I don't really need another small object in my house mm-hmm. Me with me worrying about, and it's like, it's a robot. So it's like, is it listening when I'm, when it, when it's turned off, is Oop. it, can it tell that I'm talking bad about it? I don't know. Because I don't. This is this is how the robots take over, guys. Don't get this, please. It's so. If you weird. do get it, tell me what it's like. Because like at first I was like, oh, that could be cool. And when you're like, oh no, it miss. It's like it can be a jerk if you're mean to it. Okay, never mind.
0: No, it feels abusive. It feels unpopular, and will like feel like you kicked it around. It won't be mean to you. It will feel like.
1: I know. What I'm saying like it will react in that way, which means when you're playing games, if you're playing games with it, it's not going to care how you're doing. Yeah, like I don't know.
0: If this it's, is a joke and by the time we get so to this will release on Monday and you're like, oh Adam, it's it's not real. Thank God. Yeah, like, right. If I'm being an idiot right now and it's actually not a real thing, I'm so happy to be an idiot. But if this is real, this is so weird. I'm Why to see
1: how they get this to work? Oh my
0: goodness. But uh but that was the top three gaming news. Oh my lord. Uh Crisis is getting a remaster uh sony is leading a play it uh play at home initiative and sony is releasing a creepy little robot so that's really cool um but yeah if you have any thoughts about this write in comments down below if you're watching this on youtube or uh tweet at us what are your thoughts here am i being an idiot was the thing not actually real please let me know so that i can sleep at night yeah but with that said I think it's time to bring on our guest.
1: I think so too.
0: We have the wizard of weird. We have uh, the person behind gaming and gabbing. We have Dan Hutton, who is also the voice actress behind Kate Marsh and Alyssa Anderson, and Juliet.
1: Juliet.
0: Juliet of Life is Strange. So let's just bring her on. We're going to be talking about emotional, uh, emotional performances in games. Let's mm-hmm. just bring her on. Let's bring our guest with our final segment. Hockey time. All right, everybody. We are back with our very special guest, uh, the Wizard of Weird, the very own, the very own, the one and only, <laughs> Dan Hutton. <Heiden>. Hello, Dan.
2: <laughs> How Hi. You doing? Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, uh, Dayan, introduce yourself. What should we know about you? Why are you called the Wizard of Weird? Uh, Why am I introducing you even more? Take the (laughs) reign here.
2: (laughs) Okay, uh, I'll do my best. So, hello everyone. My name is Dayan Hutton. I am an actor and a streamer. Um, I also have my own gaming podcast as well, where I am the Wizard of Weird, along with my co host Amber Plaster, who is our rogue of realness. Um, I am a voice actor who's in Life is Strange. Uh, I stream full time, and uh, yeah, I'm just a professional nerd.
0: Yeah, I I love that title. Yeah,
2: right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I uh I caught gaming and gabbing not too long ago, and I just like I really love the energy you put. Oh, thank uh, you so much. <laughs> the very first episode I listened to, I read, read into um uh I I forget how you said his last name, uh because you say Apostolitist. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick Apostolitis, and you're just like uh, got this energetic uh, questions, you know, like, what's your favorite house? Who is your house in in Game of Thrones? <laughs> I was like, I love it. It's it's fantastic. Uh, if you haven't listened to Gaming and Gabbing yet, definitely check it out. It's available everywhere. But, uh, Dan, again, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. You're awesome. Oh, my thank gosh. You. you
2: guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank yes, you. That's actually how he taught me how to say his name. He was like, if you think of it like a pasta elitus, it's a lot easier to remember. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you see it and it's a very it's a very Greek name. Yes. And it's yes. just like yeah. anytime you see a Greek name, I I start to sweat. Yeah. Quite
2: intimidating.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: mhm. Uh like uh Yanis Antetokounmpo in uh the NBA. And I was like I I don't know. <laughs> you like, do
1: that pretty well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, so we have Day on, Day-Anne on here. We're just going to call her Day or the Wizard of Weird. Yeah. Um yeah, um, and uh, we're going to be talking about emotional performances in games because, uh, Day, as you say, uh, you were in Life is Strange as Kate Marsh and Alyssa and also Juliet, if I'm remembering right.
2: You are remembering right. Those are my three girls.
0: Nice. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. But I want to check into a general topic. But before we get started... Uh, we're in a pandemic right now. Uh, and I just want to check in with you. We all want to know, like, in the West Coast, how are things? How are you? What? How are you all taking us in?
2: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm in L.A., in California. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, I feel like, I don't know what it's like in other places, but we get, like, updates on our phone from, like, our governor sends stuff. To, like, check out this link. This is our update. Um, yeah. They, we mm-hmm. kind of got shut down I feel pretty early comparatively to a bunch of states Um, Mm -hmm. and I am lucky in that I already worked from home prior to this pandemic so my Mm -hmm. life has changed very little in that aspect. Uh, I still stream from home, do all my uh, social content, creative content from home and I already didn't love going out of the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it was like social obligations. I would have fun once I was there, but I never really wanted to go most of the time. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. So,
2: uh, and I, I'm lucky that I live in a great place with my fiance. And so I'm very lucky in that sense. So I, mm-hmm. I, I've i had things easier than some people. Uh, and other than that, I just kind of try and stay off the news because it's a garbage fire and i agree i just do my thing and Mm -hmm. i pretend like this i mean this is normal now this is the new normal Mm -hmm. once this is over it's not going to go back to how it was it's gonna be different Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm just i'm letting the old ways go i'm like here we are Mm now
0: yeah it is very weird because we, we started to think about what's going to be the new normal that um, everybody keeps asking, when is it going to go back to normal? And it's just, I don't know. No. I don't yeah. think it ever will be. Yeah. Uh, even sports, it's going to be a different normal. It's going yeah. to be very odd. But
2: yeah. uh, <clears throat> it's just I, very weird. I saw something. Oh, I think someone sent it to me. It was a video on Instagram. Someone sent me of some life coach people that they that. It's what they were saying that they were like, you know, it's not going to go back to normal. So you need to let that idea go. And I Mm -hmm. got sent that very early on. And I was like, that's a really good point. I can get Mm -hmm. on board with that. And it is a lot easier not being just like, oh, man, I I wish things were normal. This is it. Mm -hmm. And so make the best of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're glad you're doing okay though. Um, like you said, California probably shut down the early, I still remember when San Francisco went to a stay at home, and mm-hmm. they were I started to get, to get terrified. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. they were. And well, because we had
2: like huge outbreaks. It was like yeah. us in New York. Yeah. It was like California mm-hmm. was getting a bunch, and New York was getting a bunch. So they were Washington both like, oh, State was huge.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, like, and I remember hearing that we're over in Pennsylvania, in the East Coast, mm-hmm. and. Oh man, I just remember thinking like okay, this is this is what's going to happen. Like yeah. you said New York was next and it was that much closer to home yeah. and I was like okay, here we are. New okay. normal. Yeah. But
2: and I <laughs> I'm so grateful uh, like I mentioned I'm I'm here quarantined with my fiance and we had literally like days before the real hard kind of you have to stay at home unless it's essential kind of came down on us. We had yeah. been down in Orange County with my parents looking at wedding venues.
3: Oh, <laughs> and
2: uh, we picked a place and booked it like days before this lockdown went lockdown. Oh, no. And so we were like oh my god we got in just in time yeah. everyone's oh, good, rescheduling good, good. their weddings, so next year's gonna be crazy so it's a weird thing to be planning a wedding at this time it's like
1: yeah huh.
0: <laughs> yeah did you uh pick a date at all because we know from experience ma- wedding planning is a yeah. nightmare but uh what was the date originally
2: oh we didn't have to change it we already
0: we oh, got yeah.
2: engaged in february so this is the crazy thing so late february we were in england with my mom on a trip and came home like february 28th or no like the 24th -hmm. and you know two weeks later we're in lockdown Mm -hmm. it's it's so it's wild um but yeah we picked a date for next april so
1: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah because i can't imagine planning a wedding around this time yeah uh we planned our wedding in 2016 so nothing was going on <laughs> like, just uh,
1: normal life just normal life definitely uh, we have well friends. I was in college
0: mm, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: when I was planning our wedding that is something it's, that is that, mm-hmm. that was fun senior year and planning a wedding was Ooh. delightful
2: yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah that's a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um but, but yeah we have my uh, we've had friends and my cousin both had weddings um like in like now that have now mm-hmm. been oh pushed. Oh my goodness.
1: So yeah. it's just
2: crazy stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man. Well, if I can segue this, uh speaking of hard emotions mm, yes. right now.
1: Oh, good segue. Oh thank you. <laughs> good job, babe.
0: I am the best at segues.
1: Oh yeah. You're super smooth.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh but yeah, so we're talking about emotions and yeah. video games in this episode, and uh day, I definitely want to bring you on for this because I feel like you're an expert in this <laughs> uh, almost uh, and I want to really ask let's let's really define this right now sure. we've all experienced video games in here uh, how have video games affected us emotionally in the past and uh day, I want to hear from you first uh how have video games uh, impacted you emotionally
2: well um definitely there are video games that have impacted me emotionally i i'm a Mm -hmm. a little bit of a weirdo and tend to i'm a very emotional person in life Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. uh a lot of the times when things happen in movies or video games that are clearly meant to evoke emotion i'm just like Mm -hmm. okay like i i I feel (laughs) it but i'm not i'm not
3: like i
0: get it
2: i'm moved by the piece but i'm not like crying in that kind of sense mm-hmm.
1: um
0: yeah unless you're kind of same way yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: so you get that you feel this weird pressure of like i know they want me to be crying and i should probably be crying but i'm mm-hmm. i'm not
1: yeah <laughs> yeah like i always feel like oh that's so sad like i feel sad yeah but at the same time like people when i was in high school and college they would like call me a monster because i didn't cry <laughs> at move at certain movies or certain songs i'm just like i don't I, it it's not real <laughs> yeah that's not what you know so cry. yeah
2: but but here's the thing um mm-hmm. i don't do well when horses die so yeah i mm. definitely cried and the uh in uh the last of us
0: it's like animal deaths
2: really
1: get me
0: same mm-hmm. same dogs
1: uh, for me for the most part yeah
2: yeah There, mm-hmm. uh, there's another video game with another animal death that i d- i won't spoil uh because <laughs> it's not as old as the last of us um I, i've seen it multiple times and i cry every time i'm like no mm-hmm. why?
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh uh, my goodness
2: yeah and then recently i played ori in the blind forest which mm. um Made me want to bang my head against the wall in terms of gameplay, but Mm -hmm. story wise, I cried several times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. Like uh, like you like one thing, it does invoke a lot of emotions, like anger. But (laughs) yes, it's definitely a good game like that. Um, no, like I I like what you say that it's if if it's trying too hard to like pull your heart, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of like yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel that. Uh, Liz, you definitely felt that before.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I when i'm playing games or watching movies i don't cry it's very hard to make me cry over those things but like i definitely feel emotion i remember talking to you mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and i said it's so weird when, when i'm watching things or playing things i notice that my face is matching the ones on the screen yeah, <laughs> yeah. and adam says yeah you definitely do that and I was yeah. like, i know like it's like i it's I don't know what it is in me. Like I just automatically, my face goes like the way that that they are on screen. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm smiling like ear to ear. They're smiling on screen. It is the weirdest thing. You're matching them. uh, You're
2: matching them. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So I I guess that's how I tone the emotion in movies and shows and video games and stuff like that. As far as in video games, really the deepest video game I play is Life is Strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and that's just, all emotional yeah. rollercoaster all over <laughs> mm-hmm. the place yeah so, so are we as i'm sure you know
2: <laughs> are we like does the audience can we spoil things in the game uh, game or no i would say i think we already have
0: yeah i would say a majority of our okay. audience is life is strange fans yeah. so okay I, I think so go know.
2: ahead because well i was just gonna say when i first started streaming i started by playing life is strange and even though mm-hmm. i was in the game i didn't know what much Mm -hmm. about the story. Like you don't know the other parts that aren't yours. Like I didn't know what was happening. So in the scene when you find Rachel, I was just kind of shocked and staring at the screen like with a blank face. And I put those streams up on YouTube and I've had people comment and be like, Oh my God, she doesn't even care. Look at her lack of emotion, like cold hearted. Oh my goodness. And I'm like I was shocked. I'm sorry yeah. I, don't, I didn't, like, have the same emotion as you or express it well enough yeah. for your liking. But I'm sorry. I was in shock.
3: Mm-hmm. But, like,
2: people expected yeah. you to break down crying. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't... Yeah. I don't know this character. Like, I... Yeah. me, It was like, I felt, me, like, after playing Before the Storm... And then going back and playing the first one again, I felt more emotion. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not crying over this character we've literally never met."
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a good point. It's that I felt more emotional connection to Rachel Amber after playing Before the Storm. Yeah, because uh, that's what we did. We we played uh, Life is Strange in chronological order, Ooh. so that we got to yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you gotta know Rachel to know the impact yeah. of mm-hmm. that game. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with that. And yeah. I, I think episode four, I was going to say, like, nothing tore me apart more than episode four of Life is Strange. That That's weird that it rhymed. Like, nothing tore me up more than episode four. Good job. <laughs> uh, make that a t-shirt. But... What? uh, I Never mind. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, like, there was just so many things that twisted you. But, yeah. you know, like what you said, Day, is that you don't have to be this emotional wreck yeah. to... To, to do feel
1: it. the emotion,
0: I I felt like as soon as you said that, uh, it reminded me back in uh, oh I know it's you know kind of, kind of a casual answer, but Gears of War three. I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil something if you haven't played Gears three, but it's your punishment for not playing Gears three.
1: I, I feel like it's old enough that it doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, uh, there's a scene and a really, really impactful death from uh, from a main character. And uh, as he's about to die, he's crying out to his wife, who died the game prior, oh. and saying, "I'm coming Aww. back, Maria. I'm coming back." <gasps> and immediately he dies, and I'm just in shock. I just, I just sit there with a the controller in hand, and the game pauses for you. Oh, like it doesn't go on to the next level. It just. Nice. It it takes that's, a pause. That's great. And I put that thing in controller, and I was like, I'm done for today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick that. And it's, that's just the middle of the game. Like that, yeah. You still have yeah. the rest of the game to go through. I'm just like, I can't. See, I can't. I'm one of
1: those freaks. People would probably hate me if I streamed because I'm one of those weirdos that, like, when something very emotional or shocking happens, I have to, like, cover a smile yeah. Like I'm really it's like really weird. Like my muscles always want to smile in those scenes, even though you're not supposed to be smiling. <laughs> and I'm not happy. It's just what my face does. And okay. people would probably hate me for it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah. that is yeah.
1: it is very weird. Yeah. I just it just happens. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's I mean happen- we do all
2: kinds of diff- weird yeah. things when we feel certain emotions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like I can't imagine if I stream, people would probably tear me to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Or that and would that's just be a, your
2: thing. Like, watch her smile yeah. at all the wrong places.
1: Watch this lunatic smile when someone <laughs> dies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. I feel like there's there's this pressure. And uh, maybe you can speak on this more, Day. Uh, since you were talking about how people didn't really like how you reacted, I feel like there's this pressure even when you're streaming. Because I even listened to your streaming episode where you're kind of putting on this performance. Mm. It's still you. You're mm-hmm. just putting on this performance. For Twitch, mm-hmm. and if there comes to be this uh emotional impact, do you feel that kind of pressure to give an emotional response?
2: I do. I at this point, like my uh my viewers, my regulars, they know me. Like, I will apologize, like sometimes it feels like silly. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not crying, like all the other streamers like who freak mm-hmm. out and they're like, No, we yeah. know, like we can see your face going through emotions. So like they're very forgiving. Um mm-hmm. but I do feel a certain pressure to just heighten whatever i'm feeling Mm -hmm. um so it's not fake it's like i'm feeling it but i need to let it's more of like i need to let them see it because Mm -hmm. they can't necessarily see what i'm feeling um because it is like a weirder medium it's not like uh tv you know where like cameras pick up your every little thing you're this tiny little person in the corner of a game screen so it's almost more like theater where you have to kind of uh, take your motion and make it a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. just so that it's conveyed across the screen so i definitely feel that just on an entertainment level like well you need to make this interesting so like you can't just sit there
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. yeah And it's not like you're lying to your audience. Like you said, it's yeah. a heightened version of yourself. Yeah. Uh, I feel that all the time. Like, I, I said this on our other show. Uh, What's the biz? Uh, in, the, in the description down below if you want to check it out. But uh, <laughs> I even said that, that, like, even on Games and Groceries, we are heightening ourselves. Yeah. It's it's something that you have to be interested in. And so you have a heightened version yeah. of yourself. But I, that comes with the pressure.
1: I yeah. remember when, because um, before we were doing um Let's Plays. And I'm not a talker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yell at the screen occasionally, but sure. as as far as like when I'm playing like I don't talk. And so I really struggle with that and I would always be like, "I'm sorry I'm not talking. I'm just really focused." Yeah. <laughs> and I would like try and be like, "Oh, I would like try and like voice my anger, but at the same time I would get so focused at one point I'm like, "Oops, sorry. I forgot I was like recording." <laughs> mhm.
2: Yeah, that is definitely something like having to constantly talk to yourself Mm -hmm. because people are watching. Um, Yeah, and and what you were saying about being heightened on the podcast—I mean, it's especially important because people can't Mm -hmm. see you. So exactly,
0: (laughs) exactly. That's the thing is that like you need to have this heightened voice, but Mm -hmm. not so heightened where it gets annoying. Mm -hmm, Yeah, (laughs) and speaking of performance, I'm sure that anybody listening to this episode. I, we have to talk about Kate Marsh for just a little bit. Yes, we do. Uh, but yeah, we're we're talking about performances here, and uh, going into this now. Now we were talking about how we perceive it, but I want to hear from you, Day, as someone who has performed as this emotional character of Kate Marsh. And um, by the way, here on stream, uh, for your character, Alyssa, I'm uh I'm sorry, I might have tortured. Alyssa, I might have like a lot. I might have oh. like he really
1: enjoys rewinding on Alyssa. <laughs> oh like, no, <laughs> his saves are after he's done. Yeah,
0: but I rewind the funny. football to her face that is a million really times. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you, as Alyssa, I'm sorry I did that to you. <laughs> no, but
2: oh, okay,
0: uh, thank you, Alyssa. But. Coming back to Kate, <laughs> um, but yeah, you playing as Kate, or even Alyssa, or even Juliet. There, there's there's all sorts of emotions going on. Mm. So playing as somebody who has had to make emotional performances has this kind of changed your perspective of how you receive emotional performances? Does that make sense?
2: Um, yeah, I think I I think I've got it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I mean, I've always mm. and maybe it's because I'm I've always been an actor, so like. It carries uh, yeah. up, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's the same as, like, you know, I've acted in a play. So then I, when I see people in a play, like, it just makes me, like, respect the craft more, I feel like, if anything. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense. It, once you see how the product is made, you start to appreciate. Uh, because I was even watching your stream, and you're more excited. Uh, right now, she's playing, uh, if you're if you're on stream and you're watching Twitch, Uh, you are Dabraham Lincoln, if I'm right. I am, yes. (laughs) Dabraham Lincoln. I will link it in the description down below. She's on Twitch. Amazing. And, uh, I was watching your stream today, and you're playing Final Fantasy VII, and you got right up to, oh, what's the character's name? But your your friend Bree voices at it. Uh, Aerith, thank you. It was just losing me for a second. But Aerith, and I feel like you got more excited because it's your friend Bree, and it was at that Yeah, it's, like, that emotion of, like, you know, you appreciate the craft because, oh, it's free.
2: Mm-hmm. 100%. But, I almost started cr- – I did start crying when I, like, started mm-hmm. the game and you you first meet her. I literally teared up and, like, had to just take a moment because it was just this thing of, like, this game is so huge. Uh, she's been working so hard for so long. Uh, we, you know, like, I've, I've heard about – you know, I've been there for her when she's talked about frustrations regarding things and, like – So I, I don't know what she's gone through, but I know she's gone through so much and Mm -hmm. just for it to be out and for people to be appreciating it. And it was just like, I was just feeling all of that on a Mm -hmm. smaller scale with her. And it was, it's overwhelming and delightful, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I could really tell that uh, you just like really felt for that moment. And I knew why you were because you talked about it on the podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah. And we're still waiting uh, to do
2: our, our whole episode on it. Amber hasn't quite started mm-hmm. playing yet, but we'll, we'll do a whole <laughs> re-appreciation show, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. I'll be
0: looking forward to that. <laughs> um, one question for me personally, if I can come back to Kate Marsh for a mm, little yeah. bit. Um, I didn't write this down, but this is something I've been personally thinking about. Uh, now, Kate Marsh is a religious character. Uh, are you religious at all in that way?
2: I grew up uh, going. I went to Catholic school for 13 years mm-hmm. um, and uh, grew up going to church. Not crazy, strict, religious by any means, but um, mm-hmm. I definitely know that world. So, I was gonna. Yeah. I was
0: gonna ask. Do you have like a personal connection to that, or did you have to really study for that role? Like, uh, what was like, what Was that like? Uh,
2: no, there wasn't really a, a connection to it. I'm not. I'm not involved with the church anymore, and it does come in handy a lot for <laughs> acting kind of things. Of just like really knowing that world, though. Um, and it doesn't really play into Kate. You know, it's 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 a huge part of her, but if you know, if you mm. think about what she talks about and does, it's it's not really the focus. It's more of just the basic emotion of feeling alone and mm. left out, and you know, it's all of that. So it it wasn't really, I, I didn't have to like get into a religious space by any means to to work on it.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I was just mostly curious for myself. I was like. Huh, I wonder if she had to like study for that role. How does that work in the uh, voice acting realm? But uh no, you did a fantastic job with Kate. Like you really felt for that character um a lot. And it has to do a lot with your your voice acting. Yeah, you you're welcome. Um real quick for our YouTube audience, um, Liz was just uh, uh Finagling with camera Um, one. I'm a
1: dum-dum and forgot to delete last week's video, so my memory card is full, and Adam wears the exact same thing every week, so I can't tell which Mm -hmm. one's from this week, which one's from last week. (laughs) So we're going to be on camera number two for the rest of the episode. My apologies.
0: Hello, camera 2 next time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which is at a weird angle on us, but that's okay. I look good at that angle. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Oh, cool. Yes,
1: girl. (laughs) (laughs) Get the good angle
0: for you.
2: Just
0: work it. Um... But yeah, like it's um that was just something I was um wondering about. But uh, now coming back to the whole emotions in video games here, mm-hmm. uh, I've started to notice that like not a ton of entertainment outlets right will rely on video games for getting your emotional. Um, presentations. Your emotional takes on things. They only focus on music, movies.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: kind of ignore video games to give you kind of an emotional spark there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. do you, like, what is that? Is, is well, it? Well, beca- video
1: games are underappreciated as a whole in media. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. I mean, and we've talked about this multiple times. I think it's just that because it's video games, people don't. People aren't. That's not their first thought when they think of art or entertainment yet. yeah it's not there yet i
2: think also mm-hmm. that video games have grown so much so quickly that they haven't caught up like the mm-hmm. idea yeah. of these like video games that you play for a story is mm-hmm. new still and foreign yeah. like to them to the people that are yeah. kind of reporting on this and what and whatnot um i mean i feel like it's only i don't know it, it's not hasn't been that long or let me rephrase that like it's you know, Life is Strange came out as kind of like a game changer. And I know there were ones before it as well, but that's like Mm what the last five, six years. So I think people just automatically are like, oh yeah, video games, you just shoot things and kill them. Like they don't realize there's a whole genre of basically movies that you play.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. No, I talked a lot about it a little bit on, um, I, I made one video essay on the, on the channel I was about to say, link up here. I don't know where my finger would go on the screen with camera 2 I'm just going to point somewhere and right, it will appear. Right there you go.
3: here.
0: Uh, ta-da! There <laughs> it is. Um, but no, we were talking about the history of video games. And it really started in the 80s with Nintendo. Uh-huh. Uh, you, know, you know, all history aside. But even then, it was uh, marketed for children. Yeah. And... Because that was in the 80s, it was so soon. And even then, you know, it was marketed to children and it grew and grew. But it's, it hasn't had enough time to really uh, go into a new market, kind of like how Axe Body Spray is. It was marketed to middle school boys. Uh, try marketing that to, you know, middle-aged men. I don't know. But <laughs> that's the thing. Is that yeah. It's a, It doesn't have that time. Like what you said, it, it didn't have that time to transition into a more mainstream thing.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, and, and also probably something else you would also know, uh, because you're also in film, TV, uh, you are now doing a project. Uh, I believe you're doing a project. Are you doing a TV series with Scooby-Doo Remastered? Is that right?
2: So it is a, yes, it is a fan-made project. It is a fan-made mm. Series that we are funding for right now, and it is a darker twist on Scooby Doo stories with a kind of the vibes of Riverdale and uh mm. Sabrina, Dang. uh, not Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, <laughs> the new one that's the on new Netflix? Sabrina, yeah. yeah, yeah, so like a darker vibe, uh, keeping cool. true to the classics. The, the creator is a hardcore fan, super nerd, so. They definitely full respect to the original, not trying to, you know, blaspheme there. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah,
0: no, that's 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 awesome though. Like, but yeah, no. Like, by the way, I can't wait for that. Like, you were talking yeah. about it on your podcast, and I was like, that sounds yeah fantastic. That's I'm awesome. I'm so
2: excited. I'm so, I mean. This this is that's the thing that's getting me with the quarantine. I'm like, what are we going to film? When can we film? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's
3: going to be
0: terrible like uh, cuz you you want to do out you want to go out and do projects, you want to go out and um craft your your art. Uh I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with uh D'Elia. Mm-hmm. and they were talking about how as as them as comedians, this is the longest they've been not on stage yeah. and just super weird for them. Yeah. Um It's amazing uh, all the
2: content that's coming out, though, for uh, like artists are putting out digitally, like how all these musicians mm -hmm. are putting on shows from home. People are getting access to watch musicians live that like they never would have seen before. Um, So some really, really cool new stuff is coming out of this as well.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's 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 excellent. Like we live in a good time. I shouldn't say we live in a good time for this, but. Techno- um,
2: technologically wise, yes. Technologically,
0: we a
1: good time for it. Yeah. Because
0: imagine if this were to happen in the
1: nineties. Me-
0: yeah, in the nineties, like yeah. we would be so disconnected. Oh my gosh,
1: it would be horrible. Yeah. That would be like, back, tough. Yeah. It would
0: be. That that was before memes were popular. How would we cope without memes? Oh my it's
1: goodness, fair. you That's live true. on memes.
0: Yeah, it's true. I do live on memes. They're my like bread and butter and my oxygen. They are my everything. I know. Um. So before we uh, like start to wrap things up in the conversation, we have some social media answers. If you follow us on Twitter, at uh, Gaming Groceries, or if you follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word, or check us out on the Toxic Wasteland of Facebook. You can huh? go ahead and do that um, <laughs> if you want to do that to yourself. But I ask you questions about the conversation, and I want to hear your feedback from it. Uh, so we have two, uh, two answers. The question was, what are some great emotional performances you've seen in video games? And um, this goes back to our audiences, mostly mostly uh, Life is Strange fans. <laughs> uh, we have first from at Commander Nikki, who says, uh, saying goodbye to Garrus in Mass Effect 3. That's, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like a lot of Life is Strange. Uh, <laughs> Save the Bay. Uh, Kate on the Roof. <laughs> Farewell. The ending of 2. Yeah, Kate on the Roof just wrecked oh, me. My gosh. I, I almost... Um, Let her jump until Liz saved the day. Until
1: I told him not to choose that answer. (laughs) Good good, good job, Uh, Liz. Good job. (laughs) I try.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, Abzu, which shows you you don't even need dialogue for great emotional performances. Good one. Uh, She says that video games get me emotional all the time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those are some great examples. Um, I believe, did you also say that you haven't played Mass Effect yet? That
2: is one of the ones that has been... It was suggested so many times in our it came up mm-hmm. a lot in our NPC episode. It came up, oh, excuse me. It came up a lot in our this week's episode which is all about video game soundtracks. We had so many suggestions mm-hmm. for Mass Effect. Um I did actually just uh, buy the whole trilogy. It was on sale. It is was on nice. sale on Humble Bundle for like $12. So, mm-hmm. I got all three of them. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to understand Mass Effect."
0: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, for the soundtrack one, oh, I was so happy that Diddy Kong Racing oh got on the God. soundtrack. <laughs> I, I love believe Diddy Kong.
2: Someone suggested that. I was <laughs> like, "Are you trolling me right now?"
0: <laughs> oh man! And then you played it. I was like, "Yeah, Diddy Kong, yeah. Diddy Kong Racing." Yep.
2: I but, well, we have uh, a full mm-hmm. seven plus hour playlist, free for anyone mm-hmm. to listen to on Spotify. All of the suggestions.
0: It's it's a it's a good list. I mean, if you need to work out at home, I mean you gotta get yourself pumped with Diddy yep, Racing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's got some doom stuff on there. Yeah. Uh but lots she also life says is strange. uh strange <laughs> Lots of yeah. Life is Strange, of course. Uh and she also said, you know, um Kate on the Roof, the farewell episode and before the storm. Yeah. Um but yeah, definitely, um that that hit hard uh we even have uh, another way to to answer that um the second answer is from at uh Cito's sweet home who says so many in life is strange mm-hmm. uh one of them being saving Kate, the ending uh and then before the storm 2 and then uh we also have a mention of metal gear solid 5 uh, quiet slash tape i have too many to mention mm-hmm. uh but we have two answers that uh, relate to saving Kate on the roof, and I yeah. think that was mm-hmm. a huge one because I feel like that's when you knew this game was real.
2: Yeah, yeah. that is definitely like the big. Well, I mean, Chloe getting shot, you are like, oh shoot, and then oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. then the roof scene, you are like, this game is okay, mm-hmm. got it,
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah and I, definitely and i feel like that really set the tone for this isn't going to be just tugging at heartstrings this is going to be real life situations that happen every day except mm-hmm. that you have rewind powers yeah uh and i know you're a huge advocate for mental health mm-hmm. um yeah. and, including um by the way uh while you're on the podcast definitely um can you talk a little bit about uh take this organization oh, and how absolutely. they help with mental health
2: yeah so i'm in a. I'm, oh speaking. <laughs> so I <it, laughs> I am an ambassador for Take This, which is um an organization that works to end the stigma of mental uh, illness, mental health. Um mm-hmm. and they do a lot at conventions. So a huge thing what they try to do is, well, they educate. You can go to their website for tons of educational uh, materials, different resources of, uh, you know, from free to paid like apps and websites and all that for mental health. And uh, other than that, they at At conventions, they put, they try to create these rooms, what they call AFK rooms, which are these really quiet spaces that you can go. If you've ever been to a convention, they can get extremely overwhelming. Um, Yeah. So they're just these quiet, safe spaces where you can go in. No one's talking. They usually have coloring books uh, all over the place and just kind of little things for you to do and just uh, reset. And so that's what a lot of our fundraising that we do on Twitch goes towards, um, it goes towards uh, the supplies for those rooms and renting out those spaces for those rooms and all of that. So um, do check out their website, Uh, takethis.org. Like I said, it's got that resources page and explains all that they're involved with.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, try to link that down below. I mm-hmm. make I'm making a lot of promises here when I'm linking down below, so <laughs> I'm
1: not writing anything down. I
0: am trusting myself a little too much here, um, but yeah, no, like uh, I know you're a huge advocate for mental health. Um, definitely for the take this uh, uh, dot take this dot org, uh, and I told Liz about that, and she just got really excited because I was,
1: I was just like, that sounds like heaven because <laughs> I do not do well in like crowds Mm, yeah um we went to a concert that was held at like a nightclub i think last year and i had a panic attack before they got on stage oh no so that was fun um it was a little too crowded for me um so yeah i don't do well in crowds and when he said that i was like that sounds amazing i could use that in some places Mm -hmm. yeah because that just sounds i like every time when he told me i got like a huge smile face i was like that sounds wonderful (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: they're really great and uh the the people involved you know uh One of them, Dr. B, he's always on so many panels on mental health at all of these kind of nerdy video game conventions. (laughs) Um, So like any panel that has uh, any mental health panel that has Dr. B on it is always a really great one to go to. And I guarantee you'll find him on at least one panel at pretty much any nerdy gaming centered uh, (laughs) convention.
0: no it's it's really excellent that you're providing for this because I feel like i I don't have the statistic in front of me but I feel like a lot of us uh you know us gamers i i lack, lack of a better term yeah. um you know we we there's a there's a huge uh group in this um in this subculture that has a lot of mental health mm-hmm. um, uh issues illness and it's good that we're actually advocating for this it's good that yeah. we're making this aware. And I think Life is Strange did an excellent job mm-hmm. into uh, making that a real thing, a real thing to actually cope with and deal with, and uh, learn how to help people with that or I'll get talk people about treated. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just to start a conversation about it. Absolutely. Um,
2: I mean, Life is Strange is what got me on this path, literally because hmm. because of my involvement and because I was Kate, I was asked to be on a TwitchCon panel in 2017 which is how wow. i met the people that take this and began working with them and it it mm. kick started my whole kind of work with mental health because i hadn't ever really thought about it that much before and then i was like oh my god like yeah this needs to be talked about like yeah we all have something like why are we hiding
3: mm-hmm.
0: no that's that's really awesome i i again want to thank you for your work in that because yeah. thank you so much yeah like really like it's um it, it's definitely a noble thing to do to actually let people express how they're feeling so that it's not a stigma anymore yeah, yeah. and i know it's kind of like um I, I i'm sure some people think like oh there's always these he- mental health awareness things but that's the thing we have to make it so much a thing so much yeah awareness going on so that's no longer a stigma to say yeah. that i need help i need counseling yeah um Especially uh, if I can recommend one episode from Gaming and Gabbing, if I can recommend any of them, it's your episode with Hannah Tell. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That was a really heartfelt episode. I really felt for it. Um, and Hannah Tell, if you don't know, uh, played Max mm-hmm. in Life is Strange. And she, Hannah talks about how she needed to step away from the dream and yeah. work on her music because of her mental health getting Mm -hmm. degrading and what hollywood was doing to her
2: yeah but it's it's a tough it's a tough place to be a sensitive person sensitive soul it's just Mm -hmm. it's hard on you Mm -hmm. you need to you need to understand yourself and what you need and when you need to take breaks it's it's a lot Mm -hmm.
0: no it is it's uh I, and I applaud you for that conversation because it was yeah. both. It was both very fun. It was a very fun conversation to hear about all the names of her animals. Oh, God! her yeah. <laughs> zoo. Yeah, she has like a, a little zoo of like lizards and fish oh, what's the li- cat fish? And- mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: nice. One of them yes, got mice. Oh, I don't. Oh, either. she got mice. Yep, she just got Whoa. mice. She was Ooh. like, somebody gave mm-hmm. me a cage, so now I have to fill it. I was like, oh, Hannah.
1: What? <laughs> <She was laughs> no.
2: Like, <laughs> I was like, stop. <laughs> so many pets.
0: <laughs> but she sounds like such a sweetheart and she such a, like a kind soul, she and is. Uh, and it just sounded like she she made the right decision to focus on herself and her passions rather than what Hollywood wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, if
2: anything, like Hannah is. With a lot more like Kate, and I'm a lot more like Max in real life. Like, mm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> really, yeah, Interesting.
2: yeah. She's very religious, um, and she, you know, she's like very sweet and sensitive. And I'm over here, it's just awkward as all, trying to live <laughs> a life with my anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's really cool though. Like, um, yeah. I mean, again, I I can't recommend it enough. Gaming and gabbing. It's so um, nice. it's on. It's on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Um, it, it's pretty much just everywhere that you can plug your ear holes in.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Why do you say things like that?
0: I don't know. We, say ear,
2: we say ear holes, too. It's just something that comes out of your mouth when you're doing exactly. a podcast for some reason.
0: Liz, don't ear hole shame me now. <laughs> <laughs> you're so strange. I mean, you married me, so... I know. There life you go. is
2: strange, guys. Life
0: is strange. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Like that's the word of the day. Oh geez. But um yeah, I guess uh wrapping up this conversation because um uh, again, uh I don't want to take any more of your time. You're very busy. Uh, like I can't remember if we were doing this pre-show or during show. That's the one thing about podcasts. I don't know remember what I said on the show or in real life. But <laughs> Uh, even though we are in a pandemic yeah we we said this in the beginning of the episode um you're still busy you still have things to do you still have priorities with your twitch channel so again i want to thank you for taking the time out here um but just closing out this conversation little last words from each of us i guess um last thing i want to say is just like video games can provide a deep meaningful impactful performance and i think Mm -hmm. voice actors can really lend their talents to video games so that we can spread more awareness and uh you know spread that emotional Mm -hmm. performance there but um i guess those are my last words is that like you know give video games a chance even though you've tuned into this gaming podcast (laughs) and you're probably a gamer yourself but
1: they probably don't need to hear that message
0: (laughs) you still need to hear it. but uh day any last words
1: Well,
2: uh, gee, I guess. Uh, Thank you to everyone who is a fan of Life is Strange. I've kind of just been swept up in this amazing ride of people that love this game and accepted me into their lives and hearts as Kate. and It's just been amazing. Like, being a part of all of it and being a part of such a compassionate community. Like, that's the thing. Like, this video game sparked and created a huge, compassionate community where people, like, care about each other. And it's really beautiful to see. So I'm very Mm -hmm. grateful.
0: Yeah. Matt, Liz, do you have any final words? Um... We're passing the talking stick to you now. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm
1: not good at the last words part of the show. You have the
0: talking stick now. It's part of the...
1: Well, why are you talking then?
0: I don't... I also have a talking stick. Oh, okay. Plot twist. Great.
1: (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I just... The way I think about it is that video game actors are the same as regular actors. Yes. They have the same job that the people who are acting in the physical like with their physical body or even mm-hmm. animations they're it's all the same yeah they, they, they have the same job and same goal deal with it i don't know yeah. i just don't want to
2: bring this. art to life guys
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i love it i mean um again uh dm thank you for coming on the show oh, thank you for um, having me yeah, thank you, for Agreeing to come on the show, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we already plugged. Uh, take uh, take this. We already plugged your uh, your channel, your Twitch channel. Is there anything else I missed that you would like me to plug, or anything uh, else uh, people should look out for?
2: um oh i guess i'll just say that uh, in regards to the scooby-doo project uh the the project is called mystery incorporated um which yes we know that there was a cartoon that had the same name Mm -hmm. um the creator really loved the direction it took and so kind of kind of like a nod to it taking the same name um we are still up on indiegogo we reached our goal so now we are staying up uh for a few more months and so if anyone you know wants to to donate our way, it'll only make the project bigger and better, and we'd really, really appreciate it. Oh, and I play nice. Velma, by the way. I didn't say that, but yay!
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. I I think I saw on the IMDb page too that she's playing Velma. I was like, oh, nice, yeah. cool, I get fun, to be nerdy. <laughs> um. With all that said and done, uh, we want to thank you again, uh, Dan Hutton, for coming on the show. Uh, we thank you again for, um, you know, leading the charge for, you know, mental health awareness. We really thank you for that. Um, but other than that, uh, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for watching us on YouTube and dealing with camera two that's Sorry. filmed on a webcam. It is fine. We love you so much. Uh, Other than that, you can check us out on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries, Instagram, Games and Groceries, all in one word. If you haven't yet, definitely hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so that you know when all these episodes come out, as well as our uh, monthly video essays. You can go ahead and do that. If you enjoyed what you liked, uh, okay, if you enjoyed what you heard, definitely hit that like and the share button so that more people know about the Games and Groceries channel and they can hear these little hiccups like that. So, Thank you for that, Adam's brain. Good mm-hmm. job. High five. But with all that said and done, thank you for watching this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Have a good week.
1: Bye.